Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Woohoo, Typhoon! Oh, no, I don't think I want any of that. Hello, my darling. Thanks very much for doing the podcast today, because, you know, we've, I know you're, you're one of the Queen Bee crew members. Jane can't make it this week. Oh, right, OK. So um, you're stepping into her shoes. Lovely day, Ari, and I'm here to help you grow your veg. Thank you very much. I wish you were here to help me grow my veg. I suspect what you're here for is to help me plant my seedlings and then come back later to monitor uh, my veg. But if you'd like to move in now and then just stay looking at my veg with me, that yeah. would be not a problem at all. OK, well, I bought a sleeping bag and I've bought you my... You don't need that. I have not... you got a spare toothbrush? I've got a spare toothbrush and a spare duvet. Come on down. Oh, that lovely. Right, yeah. now... Ooh, this looks lovely. Look at my veg beds. Wow, lucky tulips. They are gorgeous, aren't they? But that's not what we're here to talk about. So, as you will see, in my lovely garden, I have built, because I'm all about the planet and because we're having a cost of living crisis, Mm -hmm. and I I suddenly thought, well, I've got a bit of garden I never use. It's not even a huge garden. It's, I would say, a sort of pretty standard urban garden, as they call it. And I have built, and when I say I, I've paid someone Mm -hmm. to build some veg boxes... And I need... But the point is, I know what to do. Well, I don't know what to do, is the I truth. I think you do. No, I don't know what to do. I think with some help I'll be able to tend them. Mm-hmm. But what I don't know is what to plant when and where. Yeah. And then how to protect them from the massive amount of foxes that live around the corner smoking fags and telling all their mates mm-hmm. that this is a good place to have a poo. Yeah, OK, then. Well, shall we go and Because have... I gather a fox likes an elevated position to have a poo. That's why they're sniffing around my veg box. Oh, well, let's go and investigate. Well, not with the poo, but... So, Ooh, well, I've, put in, nice. I've put in a layer of cardboard, yeah. which is, I gather, what you're supposed to do yeah, to stop to the weeds. Yeah, to stop the weeds, that's a good Because this idea. is planted straight onto lawn. Right. I mean, these boxes have literally gone straight onto lawn. There's nothing underneath them, just the old lawn. Mm, and you just put cardboard... <clears throat> yeah, don't say it like that, because this is all too late. So go, oh, you put cardboard, that's marvellous. Oh, you put cardboard, that's marvellous. That's it, I like that tone. I don't like the, oh, you put cardboard. It's like, who cut your hair last time when you go to a new hairdresser? <laughs> and you go, well, a butcher. Now, I'm going to help you, Ari, because you're going to need... You will see the grass coming up at some point, but it probably won't be this year. Right. But um, the cardboard, because it's just cardboard, it sort of acts as a mulch on the grass and it will suppress it. Okay. But you know what a soggy bit of cardboard looks like. When you've watered this bed over the summer, the cardboard will start, will start to rot and right. the grass will then come through. So ideally, if you're doing something this in your garden, you could use a bit of pond liner, um, something oh, like that, and put some holes in, that. yeah. So, so that might be a problem later, but it won't be for right now. OK. And so what have you put inside the bed? <coughs> soil and uh, manure. Yeah. What sort of soil have you got there, Harry? You like stirring it with a stick, don't you? Well, I'm actually just doing this to even out because I like an even, an even patch. You do, yeah. Um, it looks like you're stirring a big, a big stew. A big stew with nothing in it. Where did you get your soil? 
Thompson's. Great, yeah. So Thompson's with a P. Yeah. Um, not Emma Thompson, but um, thankfully, because that's one area she hasn't managed to dominate. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, yeah. It's cool with Emma Thompson, that's what yeah. that's about. But I um, think you and Emma are really good gardeners, and obviously... I don't know if she's a good gardener. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure is... she, she's good at most things. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's marvellous. Right, then. So, so I want to ask you a couple of questions, Ari, first. Just dragging a dead body along the uh, ground just oh. for sound. Well, de- dead bodies are really good in compost I patches. knew they'd be. Yeah, that's, why I'd, that's where I brought my mum along. That's but very we pop her in. She'll really, she's a bit too big for that. She'll box, make but. things like the pumpkins grow, the beans, the peas. She'll be Wasn't very good. Wasn't it your good. granny used to put, what was it, dead? A dead oh, rat. dead rat. A dead rat is very good underneath sweet peas. I mean, you might not want to put it under your, your things that you're going to eat. But it, oh, what do you think? A dead rat would be lovely for, for anything that needs um, I'm, I'm a gonna, nice strong... I'm going to issue the dead rat. But what I want to know, when you go to the the um, to the garden centre and you buy blood and bone for your roses, what? Yeah, what what bones is it? Is it the bones of your mother, my mother, or you know? Actually, for all the things that was wrong with my mother, she wouldn't have minded being. Uh, ground up. She loved. She was a very good gardener. Maybe we should. That is quite a good idea for a business. Is if you go look. If you're totally ecologically sound, yes. you don't want to crem. Um, what you call it? A cremation. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use up the land. We will pulverise your bones for use in the garden. Yeah, well, that is a good idea. So what have we got here? First of all, that's. I've got two beds. Yeah. Of what would you say? Um, for the listener, I would say this was a coffin and a half width. I'd say it was definitely a coffin. Well, a half. Or like even two coffins. The veg box is what, about a metre and a half by yeah. two and a half metres? Yeah, very good. Yeah. So, and, and I've already planted, as you can see, let's see how good you are. What's there, please, Esther? Well, to me, that looks like you've planted beetroot. Well done. It is beetroot. OK. But I think some of the outliers might be charred. Or is it all beetroot? Well. Yeah, it looks like beetroot to me. Oh, okay. And so this all... is charred here. This one's charred. Oh, so I've done charred yeah, and so beetroot. So you've done charred and beetroot. That's now, me. <laughs> Look, sound, do you like that? That's me clanking together my clogs. Because I like to wear ceramic clogs when I'm gardening. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's very No, these good. are um, things that I've been trying to in fruitlessly weigh down the chicken wire to stop those effing boxes. Now, Ari, the first tip I'm going to give you yeah. is that beetroot doesn't like manure. So when you're poking your stick around and stirring your compost, you could actually just start to flick the manure off there a bit. I don't mind admitting that, in fact, Robert, my friend and gardener, who is, and you know him, Esther, he's a wonderful gardener, he actually built these boxes. And why am I saying this? Oh, because he actually thinks the manure he bought wasn't very manure and is mainly, as you can see, quite wood chippy. OK, then. So it might be... Oh. It, it doesn't matter too much to the beetroot because that's fine that, then. It, so what you're saying though is beetroot doesn't like poo. They don't like manure. They, well, they don't mind it if it's been on for a year or two. Well, okay. So okay, we'll so just have to we... see how it goes. Okay. You might, uh, but with with beetroot, you just need to keep watering them. Right. You know, water them every day if you can to, until like a little little bulb starts to appear. They love water. And now, do you want to see what I got? I mean, what I've got by way of seedlings. OK, so where's your seedlings, then? On my beautiful new garden table. Please come this way, madam. Oh, madam. Oh, oh, look at these. 
always like Carol Kirkwood. Yes, I like her. Yeah. So I'm going to pretend to be her. And she you is... do that and I'll be Hilda Baker. All knows, right. You know. Let me just tell you what I've got. In, by seedlings, I've got Little Gem Lettuce. Oh, nice. Muscle Brilic. Mm-hmm. Spinach. Yeah. These are all seedlings of about, what would you say, uh, three centimetres yes, high, two yeah, centimetres? Yeah. Nasturtium. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Nasturtiums. Nasturtia. Nasturtiums are very nice in your garden. They're a poor, a sort of, we'd say in, um, in the UK they grow very well, and the flower heads are a bit like um, a replacement caper. And oh. very nice. And these little, the little leaves of the nasturtiums are a really good peppery, uh, peppery in your salads. Go very nice with fish, with cod, um, and really lovely and edible. Okay, and over here we've got Brussels sprouts. I've got broad bean, mm-hmm. and but really rather pathetic because that hasn't even come up as it's sweet pea. I yeah. mean that sweet pea, it's not even showing its face. What's well, going on there? Well, you can see the little seed there. Cover it up a bit and maybe oh, give is it a bit it? more water, yeah. I mean, that's the seed? It looks like it to me, oh, that's yeah. a very poor show, isn't it? Um, it. OK, Cover so the sweet pea. Soil. It, it, is, it is actually coming to... I can see the little shoot coming out of it. But, Ari, I think today your broad beans are looking ready to plant out. Nothing else is? Oh, Ari, there's something else you've oh, got yes, there. Oh, yes, yes. Isn't it time for my, my pink fur potatoes? Potatoes traditionally mm. go in, in in the full moon over Easter. Yeah, well, these are going in in the middle of the sunshine. That's what's happening there. All right, then. Um, Let's get planting! Woo! Do certain veg grow better next to certain veg? Mm-hmm. I mean, or can we just stick the broad beans in next to the chard and the beetroot? Yeah, that will be fine, actually. Yeah, it's stuff like onions sometimes you have to be worried about, about where you put those and what you put that, those next to. Why? And um, potatoes and tomatoes. Different. So where will we be putting them? My potatoes. Well, potatoes, you're not going to be picking them for some time. Right. So what oh, about actually, if we I put them up this Put end. them at the back, yeah, I think that's a good idea. You yeah. mean like a naughty child, let's put the potato. Yeah. What you traditionally do with um, with potatoes is you build like a little sort of trough. So you have you got um, a bigger spade? No, it's not very... Yeah, they'll sort of do. I've got a bigger, um, what do you call it? Um, um, I don't even know the terms. A trowel. trowel. Okay then. Well, what we're going to do first of all is make like a almost like a, a trough going all the way along, like this, Harry. Oh, like the Battle of the Somme. Yeah. Yes. So okay. we're going to make a, a trough all the way down, and so we've got the the soil is going to be in a mound. Can you see what I'm doing, like this, Harry? Well, it's going to be a mound because on the on the beside the trough. Yeah, so what you do, as the potatoes grow, as they sprout, you put a little bit more soil on top of them and oh, cover so them up Oh, so you leave again. the mound... You leave the mound there. Beside That's why, it. So you want to make your mound nice and neat so you can fit other right. things next to the mound. Yeah? Right. OK. I think in a few years we're going to find that my veg boxes might be a little bit low because I am now um, um, squatting. And let's mm. face it... At a certain age, this is this is a position that's no longer going to be possible, is it? Well, it is a bit more difficult to to squat down as you get older. Mind you, it's good exercise for the knees. It's isn't it? very good. Or yeah, you're squatting. That's it. Yeah, you don't really want to be on your knees, do you? That's it. <laughs> as the actress said to the bishop, or rather, as the bishop probably said to the actress, because bishop probably did want the actress on her knees, but <laughs> this actress is not going on her knees. Okay. Thank you very much. How? much distance do you have to leave between the bottom of the potato and the 
surface of the ground? Because we're going to cover these, presumably. Yes, so we're going to cover these. So now, are they old potatoes or seed potatoes? Are they your potatoes? Or did I, I don't know what any of those words apart from potato you? meat. So that's, my, the... uh, that's my neighbour drilling. Sanding, rather. These are the potatoes from last year's um, produce. Crops, so crops yeah. Right, so they know it's good. So it's best not to use something from the supermarket. Right. But I'm sure people have in the past. So what you've got here, Ari, is pink fur potatoes. Right. Yeah. And they're lovely. They're a really no, good... I like that, because I don't love a potato, but I do like a pink fur. Yeah, good. So you put the first one in where you are there. What? Okay, this is shaped like a sort of fat tear. So do you go up, down or sideways? Just lay it down like a sausage. Oh, okay, like that. Yeah, right. okay. And then you can put another one about a foot away. So, so you've got all your potatoes in, yeah? Mm-hmm. And now what How you How many can... will these four potatoes produce? So, you know, um, you know, you could get... I think with this nice soil, I'd say you'd get at least... Uh, 12 or 14 potatoes, perhaps. So you're going to cover them all with a, a with layer? With the mound we've put on the yeah. side? so I'm just going to show you. Yeah. So that oh, quite a lot of Well, like, soil. that's fine for uh, now. And then when it pops up... Yeah. Then I cover it again. Yes. Yeah, so but gonna... with what, an, a couple of inches of soil? Yes, yeah, so you're going to cover it again. And the but idea... only when the thing comes, when, when something pops up. Yeah, the idea is you're going to do this three times. Oh, is it three? Right. And I always like to leave, when I mound them up, it's called mounding them up. This, what, well, this is mounding yeah, them up, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So when I mound them, them up, you can... Actually, they will sprout eventually. Um, when you mound them up, you just I leave a little bit of leaf, a tiny bit of leaf, so it can carry on growing and see the sun. Right, OK. Let me just get round there and do my last one. Ari, I just want to ask you something. Mm. So what sort of things will you be using these potatoes for? I was thinking I was going to go mad and eat them. Oh, wow. As opposed to? What, yeah. what well, was you know, using them what for? Sort what sort of recipes? You're asking the wrong person. You know I can barely cook. I mean, I don't know. My favourite. Boiled potatoes, just as they're cooling with capers, uh, parsley and olive oil. Yeah. I love that more than anything in the world. That's my favourite version of a potato. Well, you know I had that at yours and actually it's now become one of my favourites too. It's very easy. I have to admit I got that off Nigel Slater who, should he be listening to this, I'd love to see your veg garden which I believe is not very far from here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. OK, then. So we're going to put our beans at the back, then. Right. Because they're tall. Yeah. So you want them at the back so they're not in the way. Got it. Because otherwise, um, they'll... 
they'll um, they get the morning sun here, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So they get how much sun are they going to get here? I'd say quite a lot. Okay then. All right then. Well, they are quite big broad beans. Okay. So I think we'll get three in a row there. Now, uh, do you like broad beans? I love broad beans. All right then. So let's let's plant three there, and we'll plant another and how three. How far away from the edge? I think what you're doing now about. Uh, 10 centimetres away from the edge. So, do I take the whole thing out? Yeah, take the whole thing out, gently. Out of the baby pot in which it was grown. Right, put it in so that the plant is level. That's right. And remember, Ari, one thing you really have to do with this, these all these plants, is water them. Yes, I hate that when people say that, because I hate watering. I know, you do, that's why I said yeah. it. So <laughs> How far away does the next one go? So, about... Mm, uh, uh, now, in feet, I'd say... One in the middle, so just over a foot away, and then oh, we'll put another one. Away, then. So when they get to be around that height, about um, just over a, a, a foot, foot you yeah. probably you might need a stake. Or if you don't have a stake, you can you could make some string along here, and just to stop them folding o right. falling now, over. Next question. Do I need slug pellets? Well, the slugs tonight begin. She's only put broad bean in. Out you come, lads. Yeah. Well. Slugs will eat anything and they will eat broad beans, but because you've got this quite hot mulch on the top, it might keep the slugs off. I personally use nematodes. Yes, which I are... know we tried that, but I couldn't grow them. No, I'm happy to get organic pellets. Yeah. But what I will not tolerate, much as with the foxes, I will not tolerate coming out here tomorrow morning and seeing, you know, they've all had an, a, a midnight buffet. Well, as you can see, they've got a nice in between that crack there. In that so I'll fill that. Stop in it. that can crack. Can we stop a minute? Archie. So this is my son. This is my, can I just say, hugely talented, absolutely gorgeous, delightful 22-year-old, soon about to be 23-year-old son who loves Esther very much. Oh, very as much. As do we all. Are you all right, Archie? I'm amazing. All the better for seeing you. Oh, oh what see you, what charmer. So, so what your mum's doing in these sort of coffin-shaped beds is that she's actually growing some broad beans here and um, she's got some beetroot and spinach behind. What do you think about your mum being... Um, um, an allotment gardener. I, well, I'm only just moved back home, and so it was quite a nice surprise seeing it in the garden because yeah. I think it's, uh, it's, it's it's slightly more kind of useful. Like uh, lots of the plants are gorgeous, but this is actually kind of something you can now, well, you can what? directly let's, benefit from. Let's ask another more pertinent question: When your mother, because she's still a successful actress, goes off on location for two months, who do we think is going to be looking after the plants, or do we think I'm going to come back to a devastation? Well, last time she tried this uh, wild garden technique, which just means she's ignoring the garden for yeah. six uh, no, weeks. She being mean to her plants, was, aren't she? Was it, she being mean to them? She was, and the grass was about two and a half feet tall. I think there was a leopard here at some point, because maybe. Because it turns out Archie, despite being entirely able-bodied and 22, nearly 23 years old, doesn't actually know how to use a lawnmower. No, you asked me not to, sorry. Let's oh, just that... clarify for the podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, you said you were doing the wild garden thing. Oh, I was trying something. Well, I think it was just called I can't be bothered to try and get anyone to uh, yeah. mow the lawn in my absence. Will you look after my veg when I'm on location? I swear in by Glasgow? it. Well, thanks, okay. thanks Archie, because you've said that on the podcast now. Oh, he's a, he's yeah. a very nice boy. When I want to up, I, may, I call myself mummy and he goes... Because <laughs> it's wildly out of order. Oh, it's 
entirely appropriate for a 23-year-old boy's mother see, to call him mummy. Him. You've grown him up nice, Harry, so I think I you'll be able to grow nice. these veg ups nice, yeah? No, so, Harry, Esther, you're saying I I've got to fill to... the gap in so that the... Um... So that you've got a crack that needs filling down there. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oof, madam, don't. Titter ye not. Will I fill it with, um, what will I fill it with that a, t- that a, a slug wouldn't like? Um... Well, you could squidge some of that fox poo in it if you like. Oh, no, that's not my idea of gardening. No, I think here, you see, you've got some nigella growing. You've just got to put a few... Make sure you've got a few slug pellets all around here. But, Ari, I think what you've done there is planted two broad beans, haven't you, instead of one? You're quite right, Lighton. So you just need to gently split those. OK. And yeah. then how... So will it be as far away again here yeah. with the next lot of yes. broad beans? Or should we just grow three to start? Well, I, I, I think... It depends how much you like raw beans. I've actually planted two here as well, Harry. Well, then, shall we have two rows with three in a row? Does that sound sort of feasible, or is that too many I think we should have... Let's have two... I mean, you can't have enough broad beans. I do like a broad bean salad and a broad bean puree, my darling angel. Oh, 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 hello, sir. He's arriving in a minute. Uh, A broad bean puree. I'm going to ask you something else as well, because all Mm. this is... Very, very useful, but I need to kind of, as it were, it's a bit like learning to drive. I need to be able to do this when you're not here. Yeah. Our broad beans look, to me, already, if you say, if you reckon this veg bed is, let's use old money, I don't know, five foot long mm-hmm. and about two and a half foot wide, we're now using, I would say, nearly a third of it just for six broad bean plants. Well, that's how it goes. No, I understand that, but I'm saying, mm. are there things that are less space requiring that you can plant in the middle. Well, things like you could grow some lettuces around and the you, edge right, of that Right, and one. you could... Yeah, yeah. Right, so there are things that are less demanding of the soil mm-hmm. and less demanding of space that you could, in, in what we're doing, because after all, we're trying to... You're helping me teach the listeners how to grow their own veg. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, many people may not be as fortunate to have even enough space to do this, so mm-hmm. it's good to know what you can pack. Yeah. Things so, around the ones that demand a lot of space. So around these edges, for instance, I mean... Is uh, this where I'm putting the other broad bean? Yeah, here yeah, a bit yeah. further along. So, see? Yeah. See? Yeah. see? They're like, uh, yeah. they're like, it's like, they're like those people on the tubes that don't give up their seeds. I know, but you think about space. the branches and the beans, Harry, are quite big, you know. Yes, but sure what, you could do, what you could do yeah. <clears> is um, down that edge, you could plant some radishes, for instance. Like it, like it. Or even some a line, a, a line of beetroot all the way down. Well, I've already Be- got... I'm quite, I'm quite beetroot heavy. Well, you can never have enough beetroot. I think you can. So, Esther? Yeah? I'm a keen listener of the archers. Ooh. Yes, I think I'm probably Jill. She's got a lovely voice. Yeah. I'm a little bit younger than her, but still... So what I've been asking about how what what's the word how do you maximize your use of soil whether you've got 500 acres or in this case you know I don't know a big sort of coffin and a half shape is it called crop rotation? Yeah. I mean, you can do crop rotation. Um that's a very good way of of say for instance but you for the for the kind of 
dunce, what does crop rotation... Obviously, I know what rotation means and I know what crop means, but what does it mean in terms of what you're suggesting I do here? Well, some plants, like your legumes, your beans, and, you, and leave something good in the, in the soil when they've finished. Oh. So you might want to then... You can put another plant in there and, uh, on, and that will grow fine. But something like, say, your broccoli, your brassicas... Oh, they, that's going in later, isn't Yeah, it? they take everything out of the soil. Oh, are they a hungry bugger? Yeah, so that oh, so often the soil greedy nasty broccoli that's right so a broad bean is a giver a broccoli is a taker it is yeah and actually the the broccoli is in Not your soil for about a year yeah no yeah not only the hungry little greedy buggers but they're slow they're very slow oh no so a lot of people a lot of people so much money purple sprouting broccoli grow them in, grow them on in pots and you have to keep them covered because the caterpillars like to um, to nibble on them. Yeah, so you grow them on and then you, we put them in later on when something right. else comes out. So what about sprinkling some of your lettuce down the edge there where, you, where, where you've got a little bit of room where your broad beans haven't grown yet? And, and that would be, and they'd be okay up at the edge of the uh, veg box, would they? Yeah, what I would personally do is just move your very, very rough manure back, inwards a little bit so you've got some nice, you've got this lovely fine soil in there and then sprinkle your lettuce onto that. We'll make a little but, drill. But in the corner, uh, along the edge. Oh, why don't you? I mean, you can As never... you've kindly bought a butterhead all year round lettuce, mm. which I have to say don't favour, but it's nice in a sandwich, nice and floppy in a sandwich. Me well, tearing the thing. Harry, what yeah. you can do with any lettuce, you can use it as a cut-and-come-again lettuce. Oh. Or you can... Spr- <laughs> that definitely sounds like a singles bar. Cut-and-come-again. Or you can sprinkle it down the air. Uh, you can sprinkle it all the way down and then you can thin it out as it grows. OK, I like yeah. this idea because this is sort of experimental, isn't it? Because I've already got some seedlings yeah. but they're not strong enough to plant out i'll keep them indoors mm-hmm. next and, week and then so. the, the, yeah. the the slags as it were the cut and come again can go down here yeah or you might find i mean those butterheads are brilliant actually and you do get they a are really nice little... and floppy in a sandwich yeah, yeah. it's true so why don't we scrape a little bit of the um the heavy manure off this way like that. Or down there. Just well, go. doing it next to the broad beans. Yeah, we could do it all the way down. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. if you want. Or we don't I mean, say sprinkle. Oh, yeah, you do mean sprinkle. Look, they're tiny. Yeah. So, Ari, what we're doing, can you see? Before we, 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 go into, before we put the, the, the lettuce seeds on, we're just going to sprinkle this manure, get this manure off. It's very big and it'll cover a little, a fine little lettuce leaf and then sort of smother it in no time, smother it to death. Right, so it doesn't want to be manure heavy. No. So we'll do right, that. So we're scraping that back. And now we need to water this because this acts as a mulch as well. It, this is a really good, this manure type Why stuff. Why don't I water it all when the seeds have gone in, no? No, I water this, this first. Oh, I hate watering. You know I hate watering. Right, right, we just need a bit Bother. of water. I'll go and get the hose. Well, I'm just watering your... Um, Broad beans. Nothing else is strong enough to go out, right, OK. Um, is that enough water for the broad beans? Um, well, they do need a good water. Well, I'll do that later, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then you can leave that for a, a few days and then water them again. So they don't need over-watering those broad beans. Oh, OK, right. 
So you can be slightly mean <coughs> to the broad beans. Slightly mean to yeah. the broad beans. Okay. Oh, I like that. That's a poem. Slightly mean to the broad beans. Right then. So, Ari, you've got your lettuces here. So you're just going to take your trowel. You're going to take your trowel and make like a drill. That's a line in gardening what's a, what's a terms. Drill? In gardening terms, it's it's a line. A drill. Yeah, like this. Oh, um, like a yeah. like a trough. Like a little trough. Only a little teeny tiny trough. And I'm just literally. Yeah, like that. So I'm just. That's quite a heavy sprinkle. Well, you didn't, you know. Okay, well, so I, hold yeah, on. I don't told you I didn't. I said, was it random? Right, go and do your drill there at the end. <coughs> right. Right, so that's it. Right, well, so Ari, look, can you see how thin these little um, little seeds are? Yes. Right, so you don't need a lot of soil on top of them. No, right, right no, I think that's where I've gone wrong with my granny's bonnet. Oh, right. So. Aquilegia? Oh, right, yeah. My granny's bonnet. Yeah. I know. Now we're just doing a tiny really bit. Really good, yeah. A little bit of soil. In fact, water, just water. You can just water them in, even. No, I'm doing this. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll water later. That's nice. That's good. Lovely. Well, I've got to do. I've got. Lovely Robert gave me a book. So what I've got to do is do my um, a book to go to do a little diagram. So I've got lettuces here, broad beans there, chard and doodah there. Right, Esther, we've planted out that which we could, and you're going to come back for part two mm -hmm. of Arabella Weir's new veg boxes. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to see how they've grown, mm -hmm. and then you're going to help me plant out the seedlings that by that time will be strong enough. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, I do. What I am going to ask you is about you, you know, you are a very into sustainability, aren't you? Yeah. And what sort of things do you do, um, you know, to reduce well, your this green house, footprint? In this house, when you go to the loo, if it's yellow, just be mellow. Mm -hmm. If it's brown, it goes down. Mm -hmm. Witty as that is, I didn't come up with it. I think that was Greenpeace or Friends of the Earth. So that's one thing we do. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favourite new things, actually this was happening before the um, energy crisis, if I have a bath, if I treat myself to a nice hot bath, the next day, and possibly even the next day after that... I don't have a bath. I bath in the freezing cold water of the night before. Gosh. So it's like having a cold swim. And it's not like... I mean, it's not like I work on a farm. It's not like it's filled with manure. It's just got a bit of old yesterday's sweat in it. And do you think that's something to do with being Scottish? Well, you can't say that because that's racist stereotyping. So, okay. no! All right, then, sorry. Sustainability doesn't, isn't something that's a long-going thing in your, in your no, family. No, it is from my borders, Granny. Okay. She was all about saving and conserving. But that generation, post-war, two world wars, she was. But I also noticed in the lockdown, when I ever went for a walk with you, if you saw a mask on the ground, you used to pick it up and go and buy oh, it. Oh, well, that was my, I was, that was my big thing. I, yeah. If I saw a cloth mask... No, 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 wait a minute. I had a special glove I took with me. I picked up the cloth mask, brought it home, boiled it, washed it and gave it to charity. I'm sorry, that, to me, sounds pretty civic duty-ish. Yeah. But to those people who, in the charity shop, did they know that it had been worn by Do you think anybody else? in a charity shop goes, wait a minute, did you pick this up off the street or has it come from a person who's yeah. been sort of medically napalmed? Yeah, yeah. It was boiled. All right, well, well done, Ari, for being the sustainability queen of Islington. Well, I wish. Of this street, let's call it. And I know that your crops will grow and your abundance will fill your life. I hope so. So good luck for your growing. And see you next full moon for Thank more planting. Thank you very much. Oh, is that when you're oh. supposed to plant a full moon? <laughs>
Queen Bees is written and created by Esther Coles and Jane Horrocks. It is produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard and partly recorded at The Hives on my allotment near Crouch End in London. Our title music is Sweet Nothing by Amy Mae Ellis and Will Cookson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Queen Bees Pod for pictures and videos from The Hive. Queen Bees is a hat trick podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.